This is Plus Experience, your weekly experience boost for gaming news. We're your hosts, Mark and Ross, and we'll be carrying you through the week. Thank you for tuning in. In this episode, we'll be talking about the Game of the Year awards, some pretty intense decisions surrounding Twitch and Nintendo, and more, along with a unique nibbly at the end about the fashion scene. Hi, Ross. How's it going? Good. You almost laughed in the intro, and that was funny to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I just, I don't know, I remembered a couple things, you know, and uh, it, it makes me laugh. That's all. It's okay. Um, we got a good show. I'm excited for tonight. There's a lot to talk about. It's great. There is a lot to talk about, yeah. And I think we're, we're about to dive into what could be uh, one of one of the, the more relevant things. I'm sure you have a couple things to say about it, the Game of the Year Awards. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this topic, actually. I'm a little bit surprised by some of it, but not necessarily in a bad way. Sure. So let's just let's r- rip off the, the Band-Aid, right? Uh, Last of Us Part 2, ah! one game of the year. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> congratulations, Last of Us Part 2, Naughty Dog. Yes, good job, um, Naughty Dog and Sony. Yeah. Very, very nice to see. Um, except, I don't know. I was kind of expecting Hades. I was expecting to Ghost win? of Tsushima to take it, actually. Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I can see that, actually. I mean, I they, was... they both won. What's up? Oh, I was just going to say, I, I was expecting Ghost of Tsushima to take more categories than it did. Um, yeah, it only took oh, a couple. It's about to be a loud noise. Hold on. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Ear, ear, earphone, headphone warning. Uh, no, I just hear my roommates talking, and I feel like they're going to shut the door to the outside, which is always very loud. Uh-oh. But if, yeah. they, if they don't do it soon, there's just going to be this really awkward part in the podcast that I'm not going to cut out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of bad timing. No, I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. No worries. That's no, okay. Let's keep talking, and as soon as we get back on topic, they'll shut the door. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure you're right. Um. Yeah, I actually Ghost of Tsushima only won like a couple of categories, if I believe, if, if I remember correctly. I think it did it only win one. I think it only won uh, art direction and uh, best voice. I think. Oh, that's right. Yeah, best voice, art direction, voice, and then I, I believe Hades won best indie and best action. Yes, which was very fun. I love when indie games like that take take out triple A's in big categories like best action game of the year. That's very cool. Yeah, that is really cool. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm very proud of all the games, um, except Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal can apparently go fuck itself. <laughs> so, um, I told you I don't think it belongs in that lineup. Yeah, I guess you were totally right. I don't know. I mean, I can see how it could win a couple of the categories at least. You know, I, mean, I think it had a shot at best action, but that was about it. Yeah, which is shocking to me. It definitely makes me want to play Hades more. Because if Hades beat out Doom Eternal, did you end up getting category. Hades? No, not yet, but I, I may soon. I think it's on sale on a certain uh, Valve website. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, I'm sure that out after this. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so you know, congratulations to Hades, Ghost of Shima for winning what they did, and then also congratulations to Last of Us and Naughty Dog for taking the the big boy name home. So yes, yes, yes. But, um, you know, what a lot of people were excited about and what I'm excited about were a lot of the announcements that were made during the Game Awards. Yeah, that was really cool. I didn't realize that they used the Game Awards to announce new games. I don't know why. I, I, yeah. I, I thought this was something I understood. But it's a perfect moment, man. It really is. 
Yeah. Are, are, were there any announcements in particular that you you were excited about or that you are looking forward to? Um, I am excited to see what Elite Dangerous does with their next expansion called Odyssey. I think that's going to be really cool. Um, yeah. Adding so that game is already gigantic. Like there are just unfathomable unfathomable amounts of uh, like just places you can go and things you can do. And to add an entire separate category for first-person shooter stuff is is just ridiculous to me. Like that's so much more content they're adding to that game. Uh, yeah, a- absolutely worth worth the forty dollars. I think because they're going to add a lot of in-flight stuff too. So it's going to be very fun. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I haven't played it or seen much of it yet. Actually, like outside of this, so I I don't know what to be excited about. I don't know much. Um, but that may be another one that I check out too, because I know you've been playing a lot lately. You like it, so yeah, I have. <laughs> um, I do. I don't know, honestly. Like, not a big deal. But Sephiroth for Super Smash Brothers. I think that's pretty and cool. I'm very excited, and I already I already told Alan because Alan mains Cloud, and so I told him as soon as Sephiroth comes out, I'm gonna focus all my time into mastering Sephiroth just to be able to beat the shit out of him when he's playing cloud <laughs> i am concerned a little bit because that uh, the existence of sephiroth and smash is very cool but it's indicative of a ganondorf with a bigger sword and that is not something that i'm excited to play against ever <laughs> yeah no i don't know I, I think it'll be very different from ganondorf um it, i mean if <laughs> Well, because, more more in the sense that like he'll be a heavy character with way too much reach. You think so? I think so. I mean, I it, yeah. I don't know, but excuse me, Byleth has a lot of reach too because of her arrows. But uh, you know, they did an okay job keeping that balanced. So I think they're going to do an okay job. We're not talking about League of Legends here, but. <laughs> Right. There is potential for something to be pretty rough because I know Minecraft Steve, if you learn how to play him, you're just going to win every time. So, <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels uh, like. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't think it'll be a heavy character, um, but I can see the, the issue about the reach thing because it seems like his moves just, they, you know, they're insane. Um, but not, not to spend too much time talking about, you know, uh, the specifics on a game um, or DLC character, anything. Um, I am also excited about Back for Blood. Yes, I just saw something about that before we started recording, actually. Oh, what, what did you see? Well, literally just an ad that said, check out this closed alpha if you oh. liked Left 4 Dead. That was all I saw. <laughs> Basically, yeah, which I did like Left 4 Dead a lot. So Back for Blood, I'm, I'm very excited about. I think I, I may just sink a lot of time into that game if I have people to play with. Yeah, that was one but. of those games you didn't really... You don't play Left 4 Dead by yourself. It's always when you had your friends come over and you'd split screen it. Yep, exactly. So, yeah, split screen or just play online, you know? Yeah. Um, the the Callisto Protocol. The uh, it's, it's a new sci-fi horror game the, by the creators of Dead Space. Oh, I have not yeah. heard about that. I am about to look it up though because Dead Space was a very good game. Yes. Yeah, I, I still think about Dead Space often, honestly, and I liked it so much, even to the point where like I have the books now also um do you um, have I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you do you have dead you space go. 3 on pc not on pc no it, it, would you like to get it and we can stream it together or something because i've never played a, co-op on three and i think that would be rad dude i'll get it tonight 
if you like i mean and even if you don't want to stream it i mean like yeah, I, I, I love well, yeah i mean i have it downloaded i i okay. have been wanting to play it and i got it because i know the co-op's supposed to be really good it is um, oh fucking deal dude yeah like okay. I, I could care less about the solo we're super <laughs> sidetracked with this is for the people yeah, yeah. hey um, come on okay Yo, hey, what, you know what like, uh, hit us up on twitter or in our dms if you're our <laughs> actual friends we'll we'll stream this for you if you're interested in that <laughs> Sure. We might want to put like a disclaimer at the beginning of the video, like, "Hey, if you actually want uh, news, skip to eight and a half minutes." <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's that one, and then um, I don't know if you heard about the Evil Dead game. I did. I saw a uh, brief trailer for that. I, mean, I think that's going to be very interesting. I'm like oddly interested in that one. Like, I I don't I don't see how it should work, but. I don't know. God, you you can make it. games about anything. Like that's true. Uh, what's um, there's another game in that same vein? Excuse me. I get them all mixed up all the time. It's not like Evil Dead, um, like Resident Evil, that kind of stuff. I know those aren't yeah. close to the same, but there's another game in there, and I can't remember. Evil Within. <clears throat> that's what I'm thinking of. Oh, Evil Within. Yes. Yeah. That game has very Evil Dead vibes to me. I know they're different, but sure. They seem similar. Yeah, who knows? I I don't know, but I'm I'm definitely going to try it, no matter how awful it might seem. Just because I don't know, I, I like the idea of like you know, making one thing out of or, or like making one form of media out of another. You know yeah, it's like turning a movie into a game or vice versa. I mm-hmm. like that idea. Um, Oddworld, Soulstorm, is something I've been following for a long time now, actually. Um, I, I played through like Munch's Odyssey, Abe's Odyssey. I don't know if you know much about the Oddworld games. Not not tons. Yeah, well, I mean, it's been years. Let's just say that. <laughs> it's been <laughs> years. Um, and this one's been in development for a while now. And uh, I don't know. Like, just the fact that they brought it up, you know, reminds everybody that it's still going to be a thing. And <laughs> I'm excited for that. One of those things pops up. They're like, hey, this is still around. Right. And then they mentioned Monster Hunter Rise. Which I did see that uh, trailer also. I'm I'm excited for that game. I don't know what system I'm gonna pick it up for because I'm gonna get it. I just I feel like I want it on the Switch, but I also know it's gonna run poorly. <laughs> yeah, who uh, knows? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll grab it on PlayStation. I might just play that one by myself. Well, I don't know. I, I think I want to wait a little bit, see how it does run on Switch, because I do think if it runs well, I'm gonna get it on Switch. So. Yeah, well, like we'll if it find manages out. to run well, you know. Yeah, but we'll see. So, um, the, you know, game the game game of the year, game awards now, uh, you know, announcements, it's out, etc. I just poke myself in the eye, I might cry. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, that's out of the way. Now let's let's jump into the news. Okay, eleven minutes in. If you, if you want news, eleven minutes in. <laughs> it's too late. They've already slogged through the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So okay. Going back to uh, all the incidents with shipments in the UK that we were talking about last week. Yeah. Now, there are gangs. Apparently, dude, this is like some GTA level shit. I can't believe I saw this, and I, I wish I could experience it like in person. Gangs are stealing from the backs of delivery trucks whilst driving on the road. It's, so it is organized crime. No, 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 no. So this, this, this may not be the same guys pulling this stunt from last week because the, the stuff from last week was boxes seeming to be replaced. You know what I mean? Oh. I doubt 
that people are like, I mean, it's one thing to, it's one thing to be able to steal <laughs> Sorry, boxes everybody. from a truck. <laughs> yes. It's one thing to be able to steal boxes from a truck. And it's another thing to like put other boxes into it. Yeah. Like, I... you know, first, because then, then the drive would have to be into it. You know what I mean? Because you'd still yeah. have to put boxes in with like the correct shipping labels and such to make it seem legitimate. Yeah, you're right. And if that's if that were to be the case, they wouldn't have to go out of their way to steal the boxes while the truck is on the road. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like, just way more just general heist kind of vibes. Yeah, so I think this is just another thing, dude. It's like some GTA action movie shit. Like they're they're utilizing a technique called the a rollover, which is where and this is why I say it's like movie shit. I'm sure you'll recognize what I'm talking about here. It's where multiple cars will box in another which is what they're doing with this truck. And then, you know, a designated person has like a rope tied around them, whatever. And, you know, you know, they, they come from a car that's like near the back of the truck and they climb onto the truck and just start throwing shit into the car. And then they jump back into the car. You know what I mean? It's like they box in the truck. That way you can't go anywhere. Guy jumps out of the car with a rope tied to him. I don't know for safety. <laughs> or whatever. And, then, and then they steal the, like that's, that's, terrible but also like one of the most metal things i've ever heard in my life yeah this is why we made this podcast uh is so we can tell people about stuff like this that's so cool yeah yeah i mean terrible and, terrible stuff but like you're yeah. like very cool yeah it's like please guys stop doing this but also kind of keep like going. somebody put on know. a gopro please i was about to say like please like can you record it the next time you do it i did i don't even want the yeah. ps5 I, I would pay to watch you take the ps5 like I don't know, but not condoning that at all. Terrible, terrible behavior. Yeah, shame on them. Um, yeah, it's like props to you for being able to do that. That's cool, but also stop. Um, <laughs> so that's what's going on there. Um, very sad to think that there's just more and more stuff going on, which that's ridiculous. Also, can we say like how ridiculous? Oh, first off, it's not just PS5s. It's other uh, high dollar items, you know, that are being taken from these trucks. Right. But that's ridiculous, man. Like, are you really going out of your way? So, like, if you have that kind of coordination and that many people uh, in, in a crew to help you do this, do you not have something else that makes you money? Like, you really have to get into a delivery truck and take consoles to make – like, I don't know. When it, it – I suppose it's entirely possible they just wanted that stuff. That's true. Maybe, maybe they're like, oh, man, like our entire families want consoles. It's for it's a Christmas heist. <laughs> Each person, yeah. Which I guess congratulations, Merry Christmas. Yes, um, Happy holidays to yeah. everybody. <laughs> so that's what's going on with them. Now we're going to be uh, going into some uh, developmental things, starting with Xbox and their streaming service XCloud, which is going to be coming to Windows. It's, I believe it's a, a beta version of it that's coming to. Uh, Windows and iOS in spring of next year. So it's basically the 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 Stadia version of Xbox, which well, means goodbye. Don't Stadia. frame it like that. Well, yeah, I guess it it, it is gonna win. <laughs> yeah, like sorry. Like even even the little bit of streaming that you can do remotely from an Xbox now is much better than Probably anything better, Stadia yeah. can do. Yeah. So. I think, I think that's really interesting, though, because we talked last week about um, 
well, I don't remember actually it was last week or the week before, but I remember Phil Spencer talking about having the the smart TV app for Xbox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is it, man. Like, I mean, this isn't it, but it's like like <laughs> a step closer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. like, it's this, and then who knows? Like fall twenty twenty one. There you go. Yeah. We're probably gonna have a smart TV app. Um, I think it's very exciting. I'm sure they're gonna be using this as like a like to test the waters of. How and I say this because this technically isn't going to be an app on the Xbox, you know, like it's for PC and and iOS systems, like 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 the like, you know. Um, I feel like that's going to be testing the waters with how people, uh, take Xbox stuff being on different platforms. I don't know if that makes sense. I said that kind of weirdly. That's okay. But yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm very excited about it. I may not even use it, to be honest. I'm just excited about it to see what it means for Xbox in the future. So It could be very good for gaming all around in the future because I wouldn't be overly shocked if Sony tries to do something similar in the next two years or so also. Right, Because right. d- depending on the success that Xbox has and whether or not it just like beats Google into the ground – Sony may just be like, hey, our games are better. You want to do it with us? And then everybody will yeah. say, yes, Sony, I would love to do that. <laughs> can, yes, I, can I have a PlayStation 5 controller, please? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, with, the, with, the, with the, the off-center logo on the back. I'm kidding. But hey, you know what? It, it's just the way it is. Yeah. No, well, no, and apparently it's, it's intentional you know from your typography lesson that you taught us a couple of weeks back yeah uh... um, <laughs> so yeah n- nothing against them um but yeah we'll see we'll see how it goes for for xbox and their competitors and like you're saying maybe sony will do the same thing yeah we'll see going going from there we have some twitch news and I might interject. Sorry to, I'm running over you all over the place today, but it's no, dude, it's, do it. it's fine. Um, one of my nibblies is Twitch related, so I might okay. I might throw it in at the end of this section. But I'll, sure. I'll gauge off of what we talk about. But <laughs> it's one of my sure. favorite things I've heard this week. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 Actually, it's funny that you say that because I had a nibbly that was going to be at the end of the the podcast that. While while creating my outline and stuff, I realized, yeah, you know what, it might actually fit in here. So it was also kind of related, and I decided to not make it a new link, and I put it in here with the the Twitch news. Promoted. So, yeah. So, yeah. No, nibbly no longer. <laughs> Join the real team. Um, we're gonna start with some good, and then we're gonna go into some bad. And okay. this, is, this might be, this is this is going to be the theme for the rest of the podcast. Okay, basically everything we're going to be talking about is, is going to start with some good, and it's going to go into some bad. So sounds fun. Little to me. roller coaster here. Twitch is starting to enforce some new rules regarding content that people post, uh, comments people make. You know, specifically, they're enforcing rules against harassment, sexual harassment. Yeah. Um, stuff that they consider to be hateful conduct, which actually apparently includes things like the Confederate flag. They don't want people having the Confederate flag on their streams because of what it represents, which sure. makes sense, I think. Um, and then even uh, they're, they're going as far as to enforce rules against using certain combinations of emotes. Interesting. I didn't know about yeah. that part. I knew about the Confederate flag thing because 
I mean, I, I sort of feel like that was a matter of time after the United States in general was like, hey, that's bad. Stop using that. I, yeah. I am not shocked that a company like Twitch says, no, thank you. Um, yeah. But what what do you mean about that? Uh, those emotes? Do you have examples? Uh, I, don't, I don't have specific examples. Um, I guess you can say because I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate enough that I haven't run into any like hateful combinations of this you know what i mean oh yeah i suppose that's but what they mean basically is combinations of emotes that like 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 you know what the best example like for example okay (laughs) you know the face that people will use and then they'll follow it up with like the raindrops or whatever and you like you know what that's supposed to insinuate yeah that kind of thing you know we're like using certain ones together means something Hateful or represents something offensive. Oh, I wonder. Yeah, they could tie it into the sexual harassment stuff too. Poss- most probably so, yeah. So they're trying to enforce things like that using a safety team that is apparently going to be looking at all of this content to to themselves determine, you know, what behavior is unacceptable. Sounds like a bunch um, rather- of narcs to me. <laughs> no, no snitches, please. Um <laughs> No, rather than what they were doing uh, previously, which was, I guess, relying on perceived intent, which I get. Uh, I feel like too many people do this, and although I understand that's probably a lot of work to try and really pay attention to uh, offensive and unacceptable behavior, I think it's what it, it's what it takes to really stop it. You know what I mean? Like, like you see, like games, and like you know, where you report players, right? Um, it, it happens a lot where if you get enough people to just report a player, they'll automatically get banned, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because of, of like an automatically generated thing, um, which is technically related in my mind to this idea of perceived intent, right? Because you're basically just trusting what a bunch of people are saying or, 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 or in other words, how they're perceiving something, right? And then going off of that. But I feel like that gets abused a lot more than people want to admit. And this, I, I don't know. I think this is a step in the, in the right direction, personally. Mm-hmm. So that's that. <laughs> uh, I know other people are doing it too, like like YouTube. I believe YouTube is doing something as well where they're they're enforcing. Um, uh, sorry, I, 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 saw, I saw this earlier on in the weekend and then I, I didn't get too into it. I don't remember why I wouldn't, but like, like they're doing something with their comment section where if somebody tries to post something rude or or not kind, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. YouTube will prompt them after finishing the comment going like, hey, are you, uh, are you sure you want to do that? Basically. Yeah, yeah I think they're going to – it's going to be a bot that monitors comments and when – somebody posts a certain combination of words and be like, Hey, that might've been super against the terms of service, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure it's necessarily against terms of service. Um, terms of use maybe would have been the right, well, but either way. Right. Right. Well, cause I, I just feel like if, if it really was, you know, then they, they probably wouldn't be kind to people and, and, and offer them that second chance. They'd probably just be like, Hey dude, post this. You're fucked. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Straight up. So I don't know. I feel like they're they're being a little lenient, but at the same time, they're at least starting to do something also that's meant to enforce uh, yeah, it's, appropriate it's, behavior. It's a threat to that person's uh, entertainment, whether it's empty or not. So, right, right. So this is the nibbly 
or, 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 or the, the used to be Nibley that I feel is related because we were talking about the DMCA takedowns and Cyberpunk 2077 having that game mode where... Yeah, with it, the free you know, music. Yeah, all the free music, mm-hmm. except not, apparently. Yeah, I did see this. <laughs> the the one like, song that might be on the rotation that's not DMCA safe. Yeah, dude. Like, it, what? At Come least, on. At least they noticed. I mean, of all the things that this game has done, I'm not going to say wrong, but... Well, maybe wrong is the right word. Of all the things this game has done mm. at its release, one song not being copyright <clears throat> safe is the least of my concerns. I mean, yes, except... Um, I, s- I saw a man float into the sky earlier, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the people just can't walk. <laughs> it's uh, very hey, fun. I, I love it so far. Great plot, good gameplay. My PC is going to explode when I run it. And... <laughs> It's it's buggy to a point where it's funny, and I'm not mad about it. Uh, apparently, dicks are ripping through clothes. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> I don't know what that's about, but... I, I had a bug yesterday where... I, I know we've derailed, but it's fine. It's entertaining. Sure. I, I had a bug yesterday. I, I got some new clothes or whatever that I wanted to equip, and I put them on, and then my game was like, ah, you're naked now. And so what? I just didn't have clothes on for a solid like 10 or 15 minutes of gameplay because nice, dude. I, I tried to put on a certain pair of pants, and it rendered weird, and then I wasn't wearing anything. It was very funny. <laughs> Super Cyber Pork 1956. <laughs> Super cool. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, personally... It's not a big deal, right? Except it. Except that it kind of is. It kind of is because the game has been delayed a couple times. Three. And I. And I, and I yeah, that's too much. <laughs> when to 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 just notice, right? Something that could impact somebody's like entire Twitch channel, almost. You know what I mean? Like yeah. these DMC takedowns have been pretty serious, and I think you know a lot of people have such an image of CD Projekt Red and Cyberpunk 2077 that I'm sure a lot of people jumped in on the release day wholeheartedly trusting them and, and their new game mode, right? In, in in their fairness, they did tweet something, and I'm sure they, they put it somewhere else too, probably Facebook, but they said something before the game officially released that was like, hey, this is a problem just so you guys know. Oh, before release? Okay. Yeah, it was it was before release that they notified people. Okay. Uh, okay. At least at least on the North American side, the game might have come out earlier in Australia and it might not have been addressed yet, but at least in North America, I, I saw the warning like three hours before I could even launch the game. So Right. Okay. Okay. Sh- so I guess short that, that notice for something. Short notice, but still they, they tried kinda. Yeah, I don't know. I, I and I think the because I would agree with you, it's not too big of a deal, right? Until I saw this, and this is what made me want to move the Nibley up here, right? Because I feel like this is a perfect example of, um, I, I think, you know, not only do streamers have to take responsibility for, for what they do, but also developers, possibly. Because I don't know if you've heard about the recently proposed law to turn cop... Uh, like unauthorized copyrighted streaming into a felony. I have not heard about that. And I'm, I've been immediately irritated at the thing you just said. So I think, yeah, yeah. 
Um, that's the thing. I like. I mean, that, people do that on accident all the time. Yes, and that's why like it should make you super uncomfortable. That's like giving that, somebody you know I mean? a felony for jaywalking. Yeah, and, and jaywalking's yeah, intentional, is. and that's like I I don't. <laughs> yeah. So, Senator Tom Tillis apparently proposed this bill to turn this unauthorized streaming of copyrighted material into a felony with apparently a possible prison sentence behind it. Okay. Hey, Tom, excuse me. Get fucked. Yeah. Now I, I assume, I mean, this isn't like specifically aimed towards streamers. I don't think, you know, this is like towards any business company, whatever that, that just, you know, sure. Yeah. That doesn't follow the rules. Um, but, but that's the thing is like people streaming, it's going to be huge. Um, and, and that's, what's freaky is, you know, people are already on edge and they're, you know, like they're already wondering what they're supposed to be doing to, to stream because of the DMCA takedowns. And now all of a sudden this happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what, what path are people supposed to take? Like they have to, like, they're stepping on eggshells. They're walking on glass. Everything they do now could put them in prison. What? Like, and that's that's why that's why I have such a big deal or big issue now with with this oh we just noticed thing you know what I mean right it's like even if it's just a few hours at a time a few hours is not any time at all somebody could see that play the game not have noticed and then next thing you know they're in, you know what I mean and then what CD product are we going to do about that now right you're absolutely right and one I I wonder if I feel like that's going to be something where you have to have it charged against you you can't just be sentenced right so if you're if you're playing that game you know you accidentally break the dmca rules and all that nonsense you are gonna have like you're gonna have to have that issue or that copyright claim brought up against the company who's gonna be suing you right so like if you accidentally play this music um that record label or whoever is gonna have to be like oh well either they take it down or i press charges and and then pressing charges is where the felony and all that stuff comes in. But it has to be something initiated to to a degree that like you know the person who did this deserves the punishment for it. Right. I am hopeful enough. I, I don't know if that's a right feeling. I'm hopeful enough to think that yeah, like most streamers would be like, hey, you got to take that down. Otherwise, there could be consequences like a felony or jail. It's not just going to be like go to jail, you know, like, <laughs> like that SNL. Yeah. yeah, go to jail card. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just sit out two minute, two minute timeout. Get out of here. Yeah, and, um, yeah, you know, yeah. No, I, I, no, I don't have anything else to say about it. I just, it's one of those things that really kind of frazzles me. I don't think that's fair. Yeah. And I do think this is a very unique situation too, where you know, let's say the law was already in place and this is what happened. Um, I think the question, the, the biggest question, would be who who is in the wrong, right? Is it the streamer that didn't know any better because they were told by a bigger company that they didn't have to worry about it, or is it like, or is it the bigger company now because they said, "Don't worry, this game mode is going to be entirely appropriate." And you won't have to worry. You know what I mean? Like, who's at fault? Because then... Yeah, like, who who did this? Right, because then technically it would be, like, a lie by the company, even if they stated a few hours beforehand. Like, like is that enough time? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that would be a very, very blurred line. Like... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And, and, but I think it's just... It's a delicate 
thing to consider. You know, like, like this needs to be approached with the utmost concern and um, and, and carefulness. I suppose I don't know what, if, what the better word, word would be, but you got to look out for yourself real hard if you're still interested in being a streamer. I guess is what I'm saying. You know. Yeah, like, be careful out there, dog. Seriously, yeah. So, and I mean, there, there are groups, of course, trying to to go against this and make sure that it doesn't become a thing. And so there's a chance that it may not even be a thing that we have to worry about. But right now, it's looming in the air and uh, to be continued, basically. Long story short. Yeah, I mean, the internet is strong, especially when it's something they disagree with, because we didn't let Ajit Pai get away with his bullshit. Who? So. Uh, you know, a couple of years ago where they were like, hey, uh, we're going to make the internet impossible. And oh, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah, course. everybody was like, oh, no, heart. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so uh, good news for, for the next topic. We're going to be talking about Nintendo now. Yay! Now, this is going to be a little weird, right? Because I don't know if you remember, it, it was either last week or a couple weeks ago that we talked about the sales numbers for the PlayStation. And although it yes. wasn't concrete, it was still a large number. Like that they had apparently sold anywhere between 2.1 to 2.5 million units worldwide, right? Right. Um, leaving Xbox in the dust. Now, apparently, you know, we still don't have real details on those numbers, but the Switch and the Switch Lite, the, this, these numbers are the two consoles combined. Uh, Nintendo has sold... 1.35 million units in November, which, according to a press release by Nintendo, makes it the top-selling console for the month. Now, going off of the numbers that we discussed a couple weeks ago about the PlayStation, that would make sense. But let's humor the idea and say that it's true. Holy shit. <laughs> like, in a month where two new-gen consoles come out, the Switch after being in the market for a few years is still on top they gotta relax dude so <laughs> no don't they don't need to relax um, <laughs> no no they don't <laughs> the, the thing about the switch is that like yes playstations and xboxes are more powerful and have a much different spread of games and are just really cool um, and the controllers, like they're better for several reasons. Yeah. Not, well, maybe maybe not the Xbox, but it's fine. Um, that Elite controller is good when it works. Um, right. Nintendo is a much more accessible console, and the fact that they have that whole handheld part adds an entire other level to their to their console game. Like, yeah. The fact that I can get a AAA title on the Nintendo Switch, have it run pretty well and look nice on my on my TV, and then need to go somewhere and say, oh, I'm just going to take Breath of the Wild with me, and then pick it up and leave my house. Like, yep. that is the biggest thing about the Switch. Oh, yeah. And, and the Switch Lite is so much more affordable, too. So younger kids who want a console so they can play Animal Crossing with their friends can just go get, an, like, a Switch Lite. It's yep. much easier for a kid to save 200 bucks, 250 bucks to get a console in a game than it is for them to save 500 bucks or beg their mom and dad for a PlayStation or an Xbox. That's true. Not to mention the availability in general. So, right, right. 
they're not out of stock all the time. You know, I will say though, I don't, I don't know how we didn't notice this before. Remember when the Switch came out and they were just sold out immediately? Yes. That was like two and a half years ago. How didn't we think that would happen again? Like, why weren't we prepared for that? Uh, we didn't. We, we we don't trust anybody as much as we trust Nintendo <laughs> to to pull through. I, I guess, man. Yeah, no, but I, for I sure. feel like that's an oversight to to not have seen what happened in Nintendo a couple of years ago and been nah, like that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, if it's true, kudos to Nintendo. This also would make it uh, the best-selling console for two years straight, every month for the last two years, twenty-four months. That's incredible. Um, I still believe that. Like, I, I'm not really questioning that at all, actually. Yeah. they. I think, um, you know, in, in terms of what the console has to offer and the, the ingenuity in it, they totally deserve it. Kudos to them. Uh, now they need to get their shit together. <laughs> because aside from that, oh, my God, they are taking a hit, dude. PR-wise, they're done. Nintendo is unlike that – they might as well set themselves on fire. What did they like, do this time? Okay. Let's start with uh, this happened a few weeks ago. <laughs> let's actually, start with, let's, let's there's start multiple with, things. Oh yeah, the dude. This is a whole ABC one two three. They might as well make a PowerPoint presentation. This not the PowerPoint. Not the power. They're fucked. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard a few weeks ago. I know this technically isn't. Uh, th- this doesn't pertain to this week's news because it happened a while ago but it's relevant and it needs to be brought up in order to 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 explain the rest and also make them look worse right so (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah, of course if you heard a few weeks ago about the super smash brothers melee tournament big house the big house tournament okay it was supposed to be one of the biggest tournaments of the year and i i I don't know how much you keep up with super smash brothers melee and in that scene but there's a mod that they use called Slippy to be able to play online uh, seamlessly, basically. Like, very little lag, no latency issues, anything, you know what I mean? Um, and they, they have to use, like, emulators and stuff to be able to do it, you mm-hmm. know? So they run the yeah. mod with an emulator and they play the game online with this mod, which Nintendo was not cool with, okay? So... Haven't they been doing it for, like, years, though? No, if I remember correctly, this mod's actually pretty recently uh, new. It's pretty recent. But yes, I mean they have been for years playing. Well, no, well, they've like been this. playing emulated versions though, haven't they? Oh, like uh, people could play like emulated. They play versions. on PC so that they can stream it. But if I remember correctly, not in tournaments. Not in tournaments, and and no, people are able to stream from like older consoles somehow, and, and people still play on the older consoles. And whenever they would play at tournaments, they would play on these older consoles, you know, locally. Mm. Um, and now I, I guess they're just using it. and I didn't I never looked too much into the tournament it could have been because of COVID that they tried to, to do it online or something instead you know what I mean um, yeah. and using the mod but they decided this time around to play online you know with the emulator and the mod which Nintendo granted in Nintendo's defense they apparently did ask first if they could just not do it and of course they said no so Nintendo was like, okay, fuck you. Here's a cease and desist letter. Like, do not, like, they, they forced their hand and 
the tournament could not go on. Yeah, yeah, Disney style. I get it. Disney style. They canceled this whole ass tournament just because they weren't cool with them using the mod and the emulator. In their words, they said it was an illegally copied version of the game using, like, uh, like an unsupported mod. So, which is technically in their right to do. But it caused a lot of controversy because, I mean, you know, this is a bunch of people that just, you know, I mean, all the people are there because they have such a passion for the game. You know what I mean? Right. And then Nintendo has to go and do this shit. I mean, it was one tournament. It's really not like it's not even like altering the game in any way. It's the game. It's just they're, they're making it playable. Like literally the entire point of everything happening in this tournament was simply to make the game playable to be able to host a tournament for players that were excited about the game, right? And yeah. Nintendo was like, no, uh, fuck you, fuck that. We're really, we're big meanies, you know? <laughs> um, so there was that. And then shortly afterwards, there was supposed to be a Splatoon tournament. Uh, they, were, they were hosting a broadcast for the Splatoon tournament. And... Apparently, a lot of the teams enter the tournament with names basically referencing support for the Melee community because of what oh. happened. So then Nintendo cancels the Splatoon tournament. <laughs> so now it's like a, it's like a, like a snowball effect almost, dude. Um, people are just rooting for the people that couldn't get what they wanted. And because of that, now they can't get what they wanted. So now there's no Super Smash Brothers Melee tournament. There's no Splatoon tournament because Nintendo says no and Nintendo says no. And now there's just a big hoopla between players and Nintendo because Nintendo's not letting them do anything, right? And on top of that, now Nintendo is also uh, like taking down music on YouTube. Now this this one I, I will admit is probably arguably more appropriate but I can also see where people are coming from with this right people that right. post Nintendo music on YouTube have been getting copyright claims I would say rightfully so Techn- technically speaking technically speaking like Nintendo has the right to do it right yeah um, yeah and, t- and so the music's being taken down from YouTube um, but the the fuss that people are, are talking about is why doesn't Nintendo provide an alternative option? You know, like everybody else offers typically like soundtracks for things, whether for a price or on a streaming service, etc. Yeah, you really can't buy OSTs for Nintendo games, can you? No, and that's why people post them on YouTube so that people have the chance to listen to them. And this is the other thing; like, it's so weird, right? Because it's just it's the original music, sure. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, a lot of these people aren't monetizing the videos necessarily, and they, you know they're putting. No, in the most des- of the time they even give credit. Exactly, that's what I was about to say. The descriptions they're giving credit to Nintendo where it's due, but Nintendo doesn't want it. They're like, no, take it off. We hate you. We hate you, and we don't want to help you. And that's what people are complaining about because Nintendo's taking on the music, and they don't want to provide an alternative option for accessing the music. Which makes sense. Like, just put it on Spotify or something. You know what I mean? Right. Like we're all listening to remix. Like I know that like, this is like this is something that I partially do too. Like I look up remixes on Spotify sometimes just because I can't find the original. <laughs> right. Like you need something. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, it's like yeah, the remixes are cool. Don't get me wrong. I probably I probably listen to them regardless. 
anyway, like separately. But god damn it, like I want I I want to listen to Great Fairy Fountain on repeat. Okay? Right. Like just like in the background. <laughs> Seriously. So I mean that so that that's thing number three. Like so first oh, man, if, they, if they take away my Pokemon Lo Fi, I might cry. I know, right? Hey, but they have Pokemon ASMR. Okay. I am I am not going to listen to that. Uh, hey, I just throwing that out there, okay? You don't have to say it on the podcast. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. What is that what is it like? It's like totally normal stuff. Like is it, it, is it like somebody in their microphone like no, Pikachu? No, no, no. <laughs> like what what is that? Like I don't No no. Um and I and uh first off, disclaimer, nothing wrong with people that want to listen to ASMR. Um, no, absolutely. I only know about this because I ran into it while looking for things to talk about. I didn't mm-hmm. actually yeah, sure. put it mm-hmm. in our things to talk about for the podcast, but fuck it, we're here now, right? <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> um, no, no, on the on, on the Pokemon Company's YouTube channel, they have videos of like a Charmander just like napping by the fire, a Squirtle on the beach, a Pikachu chilling at home for like fifteen minutes. And it's just it's just them chilling, you know. That's I guess it. That, that sounds pretty pleasant, actually. Yeah. So you know, I mean, it's not like it's nothing like like people. I mean, I, I guess technically it's a person, right? Because somebody has to make the Pokemon noises, but it's not. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> there are people making that content, but it, the Pokemon company in general is better than Nintendo as a whole. Right. Yeah. M- most of the time. <laughs> right. So, I mean, like I said, you don't have to sit on the podcast, but, you know, if you're having trouble falling asleep tonight, you want to listen to some Pikachu, Pikachu relaxation stuff, it's there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's like your whale noises. <laughs> your whale lord noises. Uh-huh. Ah. Okay. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> that's thing number three. Strike three. They should already be out. But wait, there's more. So, and th- this is... Not even arguably. This is by far the biggest thing, I think. And, you know, like, I can understand the first couple things. And I suppose, you know, playing devil's advocate, I can understand the reasoning behind this also. But considering what they were fighting, like, big fuck you to Nintendo, personally. Okay. Do you know who Etika was? Yes. Okay. And for any peace, right? For anybody that doesn't know who Etika was, uh, to to keep it brief, um, he was a YouTuber last year that took his own life, and he was a huge, huge Nintendo fan, right? Like to the point where his community was named like Joy-Con Boys, is what they called themselves, right? And after his passing. Um, you know, everybody came out just showing tons and tons of massive love and support. support for him. Yeah. yeah. And it was very unfortunate. And one of the things that somebody decided to do out of respect for him was create custom Joy-Con shells designed after his, his, his channel's design mm-hmm. that had the Joy-Con boys logo on it, right? For the community. And he he was first off so his name's Captain Alex the guy that making these these Joy-Con shells right and he was selling them to to honor Etika and all the proceeds for the Joy-Con shells were actually going towards a a nonprofit 
the the JED Foundation that helps with suicide prevention and mental health care. Right. Yeah, pretty solid stand-up thing to do. Right. But apparently not to Nintendo. Nintendo, you know, they ordered another cease and desist letter to Captain Alex to make him stop creating the Joy-Con shells. Um, with with the reason kind of being unclear, but apparently they had a issue with the word Joy-Con being associated with it. Now I I can't quite clarify whether or not it's because you know the word Joy-Con was on the shells because of the you know the community name Joy-Con boys, or mm-hmm. if it's just because they were for Joy-Cons the shells and he was using the word Joy-Con or whatever. But regardless, the Nintendo had it a problem. could even be something as like a, <laughs> companies like Nintendo don't like having their brand associated with things like suicide. Sure, and that's it's really shitty of them to because it's it's perceived in a way that they don't understand. Right, the people who see that say, "Oh, well, now now there's this thing, you know, like it, to us, you know, it's they're making these Joy Cons. Proceeds are going to anti-suicide and stuff like that. It's very nice. It's very wholesome. To Nintendo, all they see is Joy Con." and suicide in the same sentence, even though it's Joy-Con boys for suicide prevention. So they're seeing very selectively, and they're not taking the time to understand what is happening. And they don't understand that the decision they just made to cease and desist that is a super bad idea. Yeah. Right. Because that's that's ridiculous, dude. Like, what, do they have a robot looking over this shit? I mean, that's actually entirely possible. I'm sure it's possible, right? But I'm sure somebody had to review this at some point, right? Yeah, it had to go through a person to get that cease and desist ordered. Right. And what's – I mean, come on, man. Like, there's nothing – like, there's no bad intent going on here. In fact, this this would have been the easiest opportunity Nintendo probably would have had, like, all year to do something – truly really good good and wholesome you know like just support it just, even if it's just them saying we like this you know what i mean i guarantee you people would have been like fuck yeah nintendo's the best because they're now they're they're they come out and, and they're supporting this you know what i mean nintendo is one of those companies that has people who are too out of touch in charge of things like that i guess because because if somebody our age between like 24 and 34 were in that spot what they would have saw whether it was for capital gain or not was something that they could have co-branded they could have done an entire run of Nintendo and the suicide prevention hotline and it would have done nothing but solid gold good like it would have been a killer campaign Yep. And Agreed. I'm actually going to design stuff for it now because I think that would be really cool and I'll put it on Twitter maybe, but that'd be cool. No, I'll get I'll get cease and desist I can't do it. But <laughs> Yeah. <all> right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. Somebody from my perspective as a graphic designer, that is that is a massive opportunity. Yeah. 
And instead of taking it and doing something really, really cool and really, really good, they said, nah, fuck it. Let's make people hate us. That's better, right? Like, yeah. I, I get the any publicity is good publicity thing, but that's stupid. There's there's better publicity, <laughs> you know? Oh, absolutely, yeah. especially in a situation like that. Literally, the decision that was made here was as easy as a coin toss, you know? as Just as easily as they ordered the cease and desist letter, they could have just said, keep on keeping on. And they fucked it. So... I honestly yeah, don't they, even know. They could have just that. said heart react next post. Like that's all they had yep, to do. Seriously. So I I just I hope they they do something, dude. Or they, they take it back or they It's gonna it's gonna end up being a bad year for them if they keep going down the road like this. So Well, it'll it'll be bad for the revenue on people like us that you know half their demographic is going to be upset but you're still going to have the half of the demographic that's parents who are out of touch who don't know who are still going to go buy their kids these consoles and games right and i get that but it's still gonna hurt and it's gonna hurt their public image because the internet's a loud place and that's gonna cause trouble for them yep we'll see we'll see how long it takes them to learn their lesson i'm i'm I don't want to say I'm excited, but I mean, you know, like it's, it's very, it's a lot of drama. <laughs> so it is. We'll see. <laughs> There's a lot of tea this week. Now, um, on the other on the other side of that coin, there is apparently going to be an event going on from the 14th to the 20th. It's it's a charity event hosted by the Fallout community called Fallout for Hope. That they're doing to support the uh, St. Jude's. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and th- this is much nicer. Uh, Nintendo could have easily done this. Nintendo, hint, hint, fuckers. <laughs> Wink. Um, yeah, so basically, Fallout community, along with uh, Bethesda employees, are, are all banding together to, to take part in this charity event to, to raise money for St. Jude's. And it hasn't even started yet because it starts on the 14th and they've already raised a few thousand dollars. Um, like the, the, the Bethesda VP, Pete Hines, is going to be a part of it. And apparently they're going to be doing... Uh, there's like a, there's tons of people and they're going to be streaming like regular gameplay. They're also going to be doing things like in-game karaoke and presenting like live cooking recipes and mixology. Oh, that's great. Things, dude, it sounds like a banger of a time, honestly, and also for a good cause. So I, I, I hope that goes really well. Like I said, from the 14th to the 20th, in case anybody's interested, you know. Um, so, you know, shame Nintendo. Kudos Fallout. So, so yeah, very excited for that. So, right. um, is it is it time, Mark, for the uh, for the nibblies, for the or nibblies? Do we still have a couple other things to get through. We have a couple other things. I know we only have a few minutes now. If you want, we can like kind of lightning round the rest, um, or we can go a few minutes over, um, or, uh, or a mixture. Let's 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 go a little. Let's pick up the speed, I guess. Um, and if we have we'll, to go, a we'll couple pick minutes it up. Over, I mean, we'll, we'll just keep going. It's not. Yeah. Sure. If they don't want to listen, they won't listen. We got four listens last week. Hey, it's okay. That's the- <laughs> people. People are still listening of their own accord, and that's, I appreciate that very much. Yes, and that's still four more than I expected to get. So, but seriously, tell your friends. I I think we're funny. Uh, I think. <laughs> yeah, we can do hey, it. I promise. Yeah. 
no, but um, here's a small one. The, the rest are kind of smaller things, except for one. Anyway, so let's just jump right into it. Um, Minecraft. I thought this was interesting. I, I was considering making this a Nibbly, but I wasn't quite sure because it's not really funny. It's not really weird. It's just kind of an accomplishment on their end, you know? Um, and, and I thought it was interesting because, you know, it's been a long time and I feel like we kind of forget about Minecraft a lot, but it's apparently still kicking so hard. It was the most watched YouTube game this year, receiving about 201 billion views over the year, which just annihilated the second place game, which was Roblox, that only got 75 billion views. I just thought that was crazy to think about. Um, very, very heavily saturated with children, though, those games. Most probably, but um, but I, I know my fair share of, of uh, you know, friends and acquaintances that are, are not children and also are interested heavily in Minecraft, you know. So I just think that was interesting to think that, you know, after so long, they're still kicking it really hard. So kudos to Minecraft, right. regardless of the audience, I suppose. Now, Razer... Now, this shit I've been keeping up with for like a year at this point, it feels like. Razer has been working on a modular PC called the Razer Tomahawk. I have heard about the Tomahawk. That's going to be very cool. It is very cool. And it is – excuse me. It is finally available. Now, it is – I mean it is currently out of stock, but it's technically technically out for purchase. It allows for easy switching of parts – it comes with a slot for a graphics card and a slot for a board that contains basically everything else, memory, storage, processor. Right. And the and within that board, everything seems to be interchangeable but the processor. So the processor seems to be basically the board, right? If you want to change the processor, um, well, you're kind of out of luck until they make like another board, I guess. But it's still pretty good. So I think it's just... It's very exciting to see this, partially because, well, no, entirely actually, entirely because I, I feel like this makes it much more accessible for players wanting to pursue PC gaming, you know? Like, the idea of making your own computer can be kind of intimidating, and I understand that, and having a modular computer like this, that makes it easy to switch out all your parts, you know what I mean? Yeah, it basically makes... It's a game console version of a PC. You, you know, everything's hot swappable. You yeah. can get whatever parts you want. Very accessible to a lot of people as long as they can get their hands on one. Yeah, and I think right now it's pretty expensive. Um, you can get one without a GPU, and it starts at twenty four hundred. Or you can get one Yikes. with yeah. Or you can get one with an RTX thirty uh, thirty eighty, and that starts at thirty two hundred thirty two hundred dollars. But you know why they're out of stock, right? Because it's amazing, or why? Uh, uh, because they're supplying it with those graphics cards. Oh, sure. Yeah. And they're like, not going to like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, but, but there are the ones that come without a graphics card as well, you know, and those are also out of stock. So sure. But I'm, I'm, I'm betting that there was a, a, a decent sized group of people that bought those just to get the graphics card out and then resell the other parts. I, you know what? That is a, that's a good possibility. Actually, who knows? Um, don't ruin it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be really, really good for everybody. And it's going to be a game changer if they eventually come out with a model that's cheaper or that makes it even easier somehow. You know, like you, know, you can change the processor and stuff too, you know? Yeah, or even Some, picking somehow. them up with like last gen graphics cards. Uh, that would probably yeah. 
you know, pre-installed with whatever's left of the 1080 Supers or 1080 Ti's. Like those are still good cards, but they're much cheaper than right. Uh, you know, a 30 series that you can't even get right now. So like, yeah, or make the whole thing just like, because I'm sure like a lot of the price comes from everything being amazing. You know what I mean? Like the, the, mm. the, the Ram, the CPU, it's all, it's all probably pretty good, but if they make like a, you know, they can make like a, like a low tier, mid tier, high tier sort of model. Sure. Are they, um, are they using their own Ram? Is it, is it like but, built into the board? You know what? I don't know. I can look it up if you want, but I don't know. I didn't. Uh, now nah, we'll, we'll find I, out. Um, yeah, I, I didn't notice that much, but it, it's also a small computer too. It's pretty small, and they said it's intentional because the, you know they expect people to you know be able to bring it to like land parties and tournaments or. Yeah, and, it's going to be a very so, portable rig, and I think that's super cool. Yeah, I'm very excited about it, and honestly, I I, I want one, <laughs> but but down the line when they're back in stock, I'll, I'll consider it then. So. Uh, good job to, to Razer also for making that a thing. I think it's going to be a huge game changer. Yay. Now, for the last couple topics, they both revolve around Call of Duty before the Nibblies. And if you steal start... my Nibbly, I'm going to be upset because my Nibbly is Call of Duty related a little bit. Uh-oh. These shouldn't be Nibblies, though. I, these aren't like nibbly content, you know. These are these are things. Well, okay. <laughs> is, it, is it about Cold War or, is, or do you have anything about Warzone? No, uh, technically something. It's about a player that played Warzone. Okay, we'll see. Just get it, get it. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. So, we're gonna start with the fact that Call of Duty, apparently as a franchise, earned three billion dollars, billion, B as in boy, billion dollars in the year twenty twenty. That's gross, but it, it apparently also is their net bookings, which they say is literally anything basically it's what they got in like licensing fees merchandise you know you know game sales etc literally like all anything. the money they've made with the call of duty name on it basically yeah anything with the call of duty name it's earned them three billion dollars relax dude <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's dude it's on the same hand as nintendo just rocking it with the switch every month for the last two years relax right chill um, out yeah apparently they they've seen the largest amount of players ever playing call of duty in 2020 with like a little was a little over 200 million people playing mm. a call of duty game in 2020 um along with november apparently being the largest november they've ever seen ever which i think is also crazy because i mean i'm so far detached from call of duty now because i haven't played it in years that i thought it was dying and i'm pretty sure there was a point where everybody thought it was dying like call of duty ghosts and like advanced warfare and stuff yeah those games were bad yeah i'm pretty sure everybody was like eh, they're done but apparently they're they're making such a such a comeback you know and, and i'll admit called uh, black ops 4 was really cool modern warfare was really cool and as far as i've heard cold war is really cool so i i've heard that cold war is good as far as the campaign and stuff goes <laughs> I have heard nothing but negative about the multiplayer in Cold War. Ooh, okay. And from multiple sources, like not just my my roommate, you know, it's like right. you know, several people that I work with, people on the internet, like it's the online for Call of Duty Cold War is not good by many accounts. <laughs> That's a big bummer. 
But hey, I mean, obviously, well, you know what? Doesn't matter because people are playing Warzone, which apparently is where they're getting like the majority of their their traffic right, from. It's a game that you play for free and you pay money for cosmetics, and those games make ridiculous amounts of profit. Somehow, but yeah, but with with the upsides of games like Warzone come the downsides of games like Warzone. Um, what's the downside? I don't know because they haven't come out and said it. But apparently, a player got banned from Warzone while streaming on Twitch. <laughs> Fuck! It is my nibbly. I'm sad about it. Oh no! Sorry, dude. <laughs> it was a six-year-old, and that's the funniest shit I've ever heard yes. in my life. Yes, and it, I it was actually. A kid- <laughs> yeah. Yes. So my His name's Rowdy Rogan, the streamer. Yeah, my mother sent me this actually. I woke Did up. Did she to actually? A, yeah, I woke up to a text from my mother. Uh, <laughs> that was just a link to the article, <laughs> and I mean, I know my mother's been like totally supportive of the podcast, but I was That's like, "Awesome, thanks, mom." Um, yeah, thank you, mom. I love you. Um, but I was like, "Really? Like you're reading news now too?" Like. <laughs> So yeah, she apparently ran into this article and she sent it to me and I was like totally going to put this in the podcast because it sounds funny, right? But it does bring up a lot of questions. Like the whole thing is is funny. Yeah. I mean, it it is funny. He was the – being six years old, he was the youngest member in the Call of Duty World League and he managed to become a finalist in a FaZe Clan recruitment challenge, Mm -hmm. which is very impressive for him being six and for what seems to be unclear reasoning he was banned from warzone while live on twitch you know and it's like yeah it might be funny because he's six right but at the same time he's apparently been a part of so much you know like this isn't just a six-year-old playing call of duty he managed to be in the world league and do that phase clan challenge you know what i mean so like obviously he's made a name for himself this is yeah, like, like he's he's a good player, and there's no mistaking that. Right, he's what, a player like any other. Now, the problem, yeah, I don't know. Go go say your piece, but I I think I have a good understanding of why he ended up getting banned. You you, you tell me because it's probably where I'm heading to, and yeah, you could go ahead. So, like I said, my my entire view of this is that it's very funny. Because I I think I'm gonna go find the clip of this kid getting perma banned because. I know it's really sad, but it sounds hilarious. Um, <laughs> the the reason I think that he got permaban is because by playing a game like that, which is rated teen, at half of the age required to play it, regardless of a parent's permission, right? Yeah. That is a that is a game where the community and the content of the game are not suitable for a child of that age. And it's the true. fact that he was doing it on a public forum in a place where he could literally get caught all of the times that he was playing it. And not to mention the fact that there had to have been players that reported him for breaking terms of service, terms of use. But like the, the fact is that he just wasn't old enough to be playing that game. And by publicizing it and getting people to watch him play that game, he was breaking the rules set in the terms and conditions by Activision Blizzard for Warzone. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's that's one of those things. It's it's TLDR. Nobody's going to read that, and you're not going to know, and then it's going to bite your ass. And 
like I I don't think they're gonna unban that kid. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I know that their dad started that uh, hashtag on Twitter, free Rogan or whatever, which like, dude, I get what you're doing. Buy a game for your kid that he's allowed to fucking play. Yeah, seriously. I, I my my mom didn't let me buy any Call of Duty games like I had to go save money and get my own PlayStation three and then beg to be allowed to buy Call of Duty Black Ops when I was like 14. I so I was almost old enough, but my parents still had to buy the game for me. You know, that was right. And I didn't play on the mic. I never experienced the same cyberbullying that all of my friends <laughs> did in Modern Warfare 2. Like, yep. But that's not a community for a six year old. No, it's not like there, I, there I are totally so agree. many mean people and so many like it. And it's a game just like you got to kill people. That's not something a six-year-old needs to be exposed to. I get that everybody parents different, and I get that <laughs> games are for everybody. Like I, I fully agree that everybody should be able to play whatever video game they want, so long as it's age appropriate. Like it's it's the same reason that kid hasn't had sex ed yet, right? Like he'll he'll get there in middle school when he starts puberty. You know, <laughs> like it's yeah. He's at a developmental stage where that kid's going to enlist in the army when he's 15, and that's a dumb idea. <laughs> yeah, no, I see where you're coming from for sure. I think it's, I mean, at the end of the day, regardless of anything, right, it's the fact that he broke the terms of service. Because at least Activision's, well, first off, the ESRB rating, M for Mature, 17 plus already red flag you know what i mean like you don't even have to read terms of service for that shit like right. it's I, I 17 think, plus I the box. do you think that Warzone is rated t for teen okay well either way <laughs> but that's that's still 13 years old at yeah a minimum. it is and activision's terms of service says that their products are made for fans of at least age 13 as long as parents review the terms of service with their child right but even then even after the the, the reviewing with the child it's still the requirement that the child's at least 13. So it's like, no matter what, even if, even if this is the smartest kid in the world and he entirely understands the terms of service by himself, he's six. That is, uh, at least one less than 13. You know what I mean? So like <laughs> just one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, I mean, I, yeah, I get what the, what the dad's trying to do too, but at the same time, it, it, you know what it is? It, here's two things, right? It's like one, it's like going into a store, grabbing something and yelling out loud, like, I'm going to steal this. I'm going to steal this. It's not allowed, but I'm going to steal it. And then the security guard comes up and is like, well, I just, I mean, you just, I, <laughs> I can't let you leave the store. With you're that. right, right here. Yeah. <laughs> like, I caught you saying you're going to do it. You know what I mean? Like clearly, like you were saying, he's on Twitch. He's going to get caught. Like, you can't just stand in the store and scream that you're going to steal something. You're going to get caught. <laughs> like, and actually, uh, funny that you talk about that, though, because he technically also breaks Twitch's age limit or rule or whatever. But he apparently hasn't been banned from Twitch. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's a weird thing to, to consider, though. I, I, I was wondering about that. And, and Brant, my roommate, brought up this great point um, in, in regards to this ban. Yeah. Activision just set themselves a precedent of banning other underage players. 
they don't have the manpower nor the wherewithal to ban the fucking hackers in their game. How are they going to ban a bunch of children? That's true. Like, I, I don't That's fully true. agree with that precedent being set. But I understand what they did, and I understand that a lot of those kids aren't going to get caught because they're not as stupid as Rogan for streaming on Twitch. Right. Exactly. I, I shouldn't. I should not call the kid stupid. He is six years old. His dad is stupid for thinking that was a good idea. Probably so. In fact, the kid's probably incredibly smart. He's able to play the game as well as he does. Oh, I'm, I'm sure that kid would beat my ass at Call of Duty. Yes. Like, yeah, I, I have no doubt. I, but, I just. I don't yeah. know. There's a lot there. <laughs> that's, well, that, that's the idea. You know, is he's in the store screaming that he's stealing things. Because, uh, you know, hackers don't do that. But I guarantee you, if one did, they'd be on that shit stat, man. Like, if a hacker was just, you know, like, taunting them on Twitter, like, hey, this is my handle, and I'm about to hack you, you know? They'd be like, well, no, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking don't, bro. Yeah, it's like, could you not? I don't know. Like, exactly, that's the point. It's like, they didn't, I don't think they did. I disagree. They did not set a precedent for banning underage kids. What they did was they set a precedent for kids to not do what this kid did. You know what I mean? Like, mm. it's a, uh, it's more of an uh, making an example sort of thing. Kind of, and, and there are at least and because and this is this leads into my other example, right? I said there are two two things that I can compare this to. The second thing is, I don't know if you have ever heard or spoken to somebody who said this, or whatever. But if they do it for one person, they'd have to do it for them all. Right. And so now you're you're faced with two your Activision, right? And you're faced with two scenarios, right? Because where one person says, Oh, they set a precedent for banning underage kids, right? The other half of that coin is if they don't do this, then the example that they set out is that it doesn't matter. Their terms of service mean nothing, and any kid can go out and do whatever they want. And yeah, we can just do whatever. I see your point. I, I think that's actually a very good way to think about it. Yeah, so they, they're doing what they can because, it, frankly, it is hard. But at the same time, just because it's hard to ban everybody doesn't mean that you shouldn't take the opportunity to enforce the rules that you set in place whenever you can. So I do feel very bad for this kid. Um, and I, I feel <sighs> bad that he got banned on stream. Well, I, I feel because, that in general like because, like I said, that's that's really funny. But I, that also sucks, man. Like, yeah, I feel to have re- people watching you and then have a six-year-old not understand what just happened to him on yeah, stream. That's brutal. Like, from what I understand, is his dad had to explain to him what happened on the stream. Yeah, and they yeah. didn't cut it. Why? Why didn't they cut it? I, I have no idea. But yeah, but I mean. I feel bad regardless of whether it was on stream or not because of how much he had already accomplished up to this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? It but wasn't like he, he was a new he is streamer. A good player. We yeah. yeah. I mean you're banning you're banning a part of your, your world league because he's a part of it. You know what I mean? Like that's huge. Yeah, like that kid was a competitive Call of Duty player. Yeah, and which makes me wonder why I had to wait until this point, because to get to the point where he did with the World League and the FaZe clan, he had to have already been uh, uh, 
apparent to Activision. I feel like, personally, you know what I mean? Like, they uh, had not, to have been aware of this kid's not presence, necessarily. right? necessarily. Like, yeah. to them, until he got popular on a streaming service, he probably wasn't shit to them. I mean, that's probably... I hate to say it, but you're probably right, actually, yeah. So Because, and it's just like League of Legends. This is the best example I have. They do not care about the majority of their player base. Yeah. Like, there are people in low elo for that game, um, which is a dumpster fire, by the way. <laughs> yeah. You know, there are people trapped in that low elo, like silver and lower, and all of the changes that they make to the game, at least until recent months, have been geared entirely towards the top tier in the professional scene. So they right. would buff and nerf characters and they would just drastically fuck the game for anybody in low elo but make minor adjustments to the game style in in the pro scene so it was it's one of those things like they don't care about the people who aren't making them money right because those people are still going to buy skins and play the game anyway whether the company is is telling them to go pound sand or not yeah damn that's true though you have a point yeah so uh, how unfortunate for the kid uh i feel very smart this week i hope everybody enjoys this podcast yeah i think this is a very fruitful one for sure so definitely more than four people please um my brain my brain's getting more wrinkly just talking about it (laughs) yeah right gaming gaming news has more substance to it than you think okay so yeah but that's all that we have for the big stuff now it's time for the nibblies which I suppose for you that was your nibbly, right? And I'm sorry, but did you have any others? Um, sorry, I had to walk across my room to get a water bottle. Um, oh, okay. No, I, I don't know that I have any nibblies outside of, of that one that I had. I mean, um, oh, uh, to, to call back to a couple of other things we mentioned uh, two podcasts ago, I believe, the... Uh, secret lair drop for the uh happy little land cards yes for magic the gathering those are finally available um i have them in my cart but i need to wait until i get paid uh because it's christmas and i'm buying people presents yep but it's (laughs) the foil cards for all 10 lands is somewhere around 50 bucks uh I think it's 30 bucks for the non-foil versions of the cards. Um, and they look great. I think that's going to be one of those things. I'm going to get it in the mail, maybe never open it, and then in 10 years I'll sell it for a bunch of money. Or I'll collect it forever. Ooh. Maybe I'll frame them. I feel like they would look really good in like a matte frame. Dude, buy three. Buy three. Have I'm one not going to buy three frames. because they are $50 <laughs> each. Sure. But that'd be perfect. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I know. Put one in the frames, I see what you're saying. Use one. But I'm just going to get one. one, I think. Yeah, for sure. No, that's super exciting, actually. Um, I think it's going to be very fun to, to use those in, in, out of respect for Bob Ross. I'm very excited about it. I don't even play Magic, but I'm very excited for it. So that's cool. Um, I only have three Nibblies. Well, let's is, let's bang them out. Which is probably good. So yeah, let's just let's, let's start off. Let's with, nibble those nabs, dude. Yeah, let's start nibbling on GTA Five. Um, I was having a tough time with this one, also. Uh, I'm shaking my head because I hate that that game is still around. Yes, yeah. but it's probably gonna stick around for a lot longer because they're kind of following the same path that Roblox and and Fortnite have been taking. 
we, I, yeah, so we've talked about this a couple times already about real live artists doing concerts on Roblox and Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And now GTA 5 is going to be opening their own virtual venue inside of an in-game casino club place for real artists to, to perform at. Um, it's going to be called the Music Locker. For anybody that does play, it's going to be in the Diamond Casino. And they apparently already have two artists lined up to perform in it. I don't recognize them. But it's Moody Man and Kaine Music, which I think is a German artist. Kaine Music. Interesting. I, I don't know who either of those are um, as well. I was going to say I don't know who either of those are either. Was, yeah. And I didn't like that sentence. Uh, sure. Either way, they got two live talents. That's kind of cool, even though I'm not super thrilled about that game. But, it, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think I definitely think it's a more appropriate place to to do this rather than Fortnite or Roblox, to be honest. Well, um, yeah, especially with the people that performed in Fortnite, like yeah, yeah. it's a game for kids, and you just had like an explicit artist performing yeah. it, you know? Yeah. So, and, and they're gonna be getting their own GTA avatars. So that's cool. But so yeah, and I was having a tough time with that, you know, deciding on whether or not it should be a Nibley. Um, but I, I feel like we've talked about it enough, and there was not much to go on about this. So I made it a Nibley. GTA 5 is also going to be opening a virtual venue for real artists. So, Has been nibbled. What's the next one? Now, <laughs> this might be the most expensive piece of concrete I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Somebody tried to purchase a PS5 on eBay. Mm-hmm. And what comes in the mail <laughs> but, but a, just a fucking block of concrete, dude. It's just concrete. It's it's concrete. He bought it for eight hundred and seventy-eight dollars. He bought. What do you mean? 800. What do you mean? It's just concrete. So you know, you, like imagine in your head a block of concrete. Okay. Uh huh. That's what he got. <laughs> like, I, I understand that, but like, <laughs> but he got concrete. He it, bought this a block feels, of concrete for eight hundred and seventy-eight dollars. This feels different than the picture of a PlayStation Five thing because at least that one they were like the dude in the description was like this is a photograph. Yeah, there's I don't how I don't know for certain whether or not the the seller specified that this was actually a block of concrete somewhere in the description or whatever, but he got away with it regardless. This guy got an eight hundred and seventy eight dollar block of concrete. From eBay, eBay did say they were going to refund it, which makes me think uh, that the seller lied and did not specify that it was a block yeah. of concrete. But that is so funny. Like that's the funniest thing I've heard all week. And I like that might be dumb to others, but I just can't believe. Like, could you imagine, dude? Like, nah, it's, that's it's, very funny. <laughs> like, because like, at least with the other things where people were getting different things, you know, like the like the water bottles and stuff. At least other people were also getting those things, right? And it was from Amazon, so it's like. They can at least band together and be like, what's going on here, you know? But right. this this single person, because you ought to be the only person, you're excited for this. You're like, oh, nothing's going on with eBay. I should be fine. And you get concrete in the mail. <sighs> That's the kind of thing that ends lives right there. I'm sorry. Like, if I got concrete. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that's it. The pl- player gets $878 piece of concrete. Now, for the last thing, I thought this was very unique. A This is the fashion piece that I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. Oh, yeah. Let's get it. I'm excited about this. 
fashion company, Balenciaga, Spanish fashion company, tried to look for a way to, you know, host a, a fashion show in these COVID times, right? And, you know, other fashion companies have done certain things like hosting a, a single guest. I can't remember who it was, uh, that, so I'm not even going to bother trying. But there was a fashion company that tried to host a fashion show where Kristen Stewart was the only guest. I think it was Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart, Kristen Bell. It was a Kristen something, right? Not the point. Because they're not the point. Balenciaga is the point. And what Balenciaga did was they created their own video game called Afterworld, The Age of Tomorrow, which takes place in 2031 in a post-apocalyptic world with a Balenciaga store in it <laughs> where they hosted the fashion show. They placed models everywhere inside of this video game wearing different Balenciaga apparel from their fall 2021 line. And I just think that's like one of the, like, hell yeah, that's one of the most creative things I can think of, you know? Like, who's very creative. Yeah, I think super, super props to them, especially because they're they're reaching a whole line of people probably also that would <laughs> that not have cared care otherwise. otherwise. Yeah. So, and I, I feel yeah. like I've used this line before in this podcast. I have. I, I know that I have. Was it a VR experience or was it just a regular ass game? Because I that sounds like something that would be really kick ass in VR to experience. It would be, but it's a regular ass experience bummer dude for now at least maybe you know and, and hey yeah, they're i'm not saying it's company. impossible they're dipping their toes you know maybe next time uh, i'll be like you know what make this way better vr experience. vr yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and i will say last thing i think uh and, and it's related to this actually that's not the first thing i've seen this year or last year i think 2019 had a dash of it too that is high fashion in video games <laughs> Really? And I'm mad that I keep talking about League of Legends in this in this episode. Okay. Uh, but uh, at the end of 2019 and throughout 2020, uh, Louis Vuitton and Gucci have uh, – actually, I, I need to check my sources on the Gucci thing. Louis Vuitton for sure have done collaborations with League of Legends and made editions of skins in-game – that have Louis Vuitton all over it, like officially huh. designed by Louis Vuitton for the game. And uh, it was the 2019's uh, World Champions. Uh, I think the trophy case was designed by Louis Vuitton. So it's got the LV and everything all over oh, it. Oh, wow. Okay. And it's, it's super cool. It looks great. But it's just it's one of those weird crossovers that I've seen in the last year and a half that I didn't think I'd ever, <laughs> ever see. <laughs> Right, right. It is cool, though. I like that those things are making connections. And I think part of that reason is because games are starting to make people wealthy. Oh, yeah, dude. Just another example of gaming taking over. It it is. Streamers can afford to buy Gucci slides and dumb shit like that. So why wouldn't they start to get their fingies in it? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that is super cool to hear. But yeah, that is all we have. Yeah. I, I was going to follow up the oh yeah with an oh no, the episode's over. Uh, yeah, yeah, bummer. I'm sure you don't want to be here all night. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, uh, yeah, remember, tell your friends, follow us on Twitter at Plus Experience One. 
uh, and we'll see you this time next week, Friday. Uh, yeah. The the uh, the eighteenth. <laughs> yes, we're gonna figure that out. We'll post on Twitter what's going on. Um, but thank you for tuning into this feature-length special edition of the podcast. Uh, it means a lot, and we will definitely have something prepared for next week. So, and uh, happy birthday, Cole! If you're listening, you're welcome. If you're not. I, I don't care that it's oh, your birthday. birthday Good night. Happy birthday, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody.